0: Welcome to Forever Exiled. I'm Justin, AKA Tags, and I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. This is the best episode 217. That's why, right? Because it's episode <laughs> because 217. It's a, yeah, that's,
1: that's right. That's a special episode. It's a special that's episode. Special
0: feeling, Lloyd. Yeah, it is 217 of Forever Exileds that have been out there. Big shout out to our patrons. Thanks, everybody who uh, resub subbed up this uh past week and uh we love your faces patreon gets you access to after dark month month this past well no in during this past week. that's right that's right Uh, sorry i forgot patreon changed and um yeah patreon gets you access to after dark it's our podcast after the podcast where we just do more fun stuff things and types of those stuff and uh you get a card and maybe a fun surprise in december you just never know what happens (laughs)
1: you know that's actually a really difficult thing i've been watching lots of movies this past bit i guess that's the value of having these four month leagues instead of three month leagues Mm -hmm. and i need subtitles when i watch shows in my own language i really need them and there's definitely some directors where i think they just depend on subtitles there's definitely sometimes where i feel like that too and i'm just like you gotta be kidding me like i get it can't even anyway. I hope because we can't do subtitles. I hope people understood Justin's little you totally Christmas mumble. Yeah, just turn on subtitles to this podcast. If not, that's right. <clears throat> uh, yeah, anyway, thanks everybody. We love your faces. And thank you, Chris McGamer, for the celestial socks and the enamel pin. That was a wonderful surprise to get a note. That yeah, was really nice. We had some mail that was very cool. I'm wearing some right now. Sweet. Thank you so much. Uh, yes, very, that was very awesome. nice. And nice and note, too. Also, Appreciate it. Yes. Wonderful. No, very, very kind, very heartwarming. So we really appreciate it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And uh, a nice thank you to um, everyone else. Discord's starting to fill up, you know, it's the end of year and, you know, like sports channels have their like best of the year highlights and stuff like that. And podcast apps do their, you know, review of this is, you know, who you listen to the most, the genre you listen to, the specific, you know, books or podcasts you listen to. And so we're getting a lot of pictures of people that have been listening to us lots and it comes with a lot of nice praise and comments and we can't thank you enough. It's been a lot of fun. A yeah, lot it of is. Fun. Really we cool. can't do it without you, but we have the the coolest community on earth. So it's thank true. you so much for being who you guys are and if you're not in our Discord, it's absolutely wonderful.
0: Get your ass in there. It is a it ton is of fun. fun. Yeah. Even
1: if you don't do anything, like just just join and like we don't get anything out of it. So don't think we're like, I don't know, we're per out of the way paid per person to joins, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right no like even if it's just there to lurk like it is quite edifying you get people that just care that just help out they're all nice there's a few people that are pricks but they're pricks on purpose and it's just for a fun laugh so it's always a um, fun time everybody has yeah. a
0: good time everybody's uh super that's helpful right. which is nice it was actually kind of cool looking through some of our stats for this year we grew by 30 percent this year we are listened to in over 60 countries We're in the top 5% of podcasts worldwide. Like, I like that stuff. And that uh, is all because of everybody listening. So thank you so much. 60 countries. Definitely. are there even that many? (laughs) I know. I thought there was like
1: five. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) I know land masses. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Actually, it's funny. My son taught me the other day that the continent of Australia is no longer called the continent of Australia. Like, obviously, there's the country, but then there was the continent. When we, when we were in school, that was the continent's name. But then there was also a country of the same continent. You know, how like was in, it? in the States. Was it called? Yeah. Was it? Oh, Up now it's called Oceania. That happened in the last 30 years. No, that's cool. I mean, yeah, it's in by, the middle of an ocean. Well, so are we kind of. We're just way bigger <laughs> <laughs> anyway i just yeah. learned that but it's kind of neat because you know we have some listeners like uh nav has been posting some funny stuff uh today like you know when we get on uh it, patch notes are fantastic it's it's just wonderful obviously as a super nerd even if i wasn't part of a community patch notes are the best part of this game mm-hmm. kind of sort of obviously to and theory crafting but you know it's just it's like christmas so our Discord, of course, because everyone else that likes the game that's in our community feels the same way as we do. And so it's just like, man, there's like a million messages on Discord and it's so fun to go through. And all of a sudden I'm scrolling through and then all of a sudden there's this one message where like, so Nav's going through our episodes from the very beginning, but is on like episode 100 and something right now. Right. Okay. So I still got 100 and something to go. And, you know, you forget about some of the stuff that we used to do or say, and apparently there was a few episodes in a row where I would be asking Google to do something with the intention yes, of screwing that. up whoever's driving. And so anyway, they were, at, I, I asked Google for directions to a restaurant or like a fast food <laughs> place, and <laughs> they didn't have that where they live. And so then Google basically closed the navigation. The person had to, had to stop, drive over, reset the navigation. And so uh, you're welcome. I hope I didn't <laughs> mess up your professional schedule and I hope everything's okay. Good job pulling over you know to fix that instead of just like driving through and hmm. anyway how's, how's your week I uh, had a good week yeah yeah I had a good week uh, well so I uh let's see I set up there's this there's this clock that I bought for the family <laughs> last Christmas I saw your post like one of these it's a clock. Yeah, it's a puzzle. But you clock. have to build it. Mm-hmm. it yeah, but it, it, it's not like a puzzle. It's just like a legit clock, but then you get to build it yourself. So it comes with all these wooden pieces. It says it takes about three to four hours. Oh, it's a load of garbage. Three or four <laughs> hours to put together. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy it as like a family gift. I know nobody else is going to like it, but it'll be cool. Like if the family builds this together. Then we have it on the wall later, you know, for the rest of however long it lasts. And then, the, you know, the kids will look at it and feel kind of cool about building it, even though they hated the entire experience. They won't remember that part. Those would be like, yeah, I built that clock. So anyway, as the months go on after Christmas, last Christmas, the clock's not getting touched. But I don't want to build it. Nobody wants to build it. And it's like uh, reading these instructions. How do you like build it together? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. Sure. And I can't do like finicky things. My brain's going to explode. I get nauseous. Like my concussion symptoms can't handle this kind of thing. My poor wife, she's like, Tyler, do you want me to do it? I'm like, no, I'll do it. It's my fault. <laughs> Stupid $70 clock I should never spend money on. So anyway, I refused personal rule of mine to let that clock be unbuilt by the following Christmas. It had to be built by Christmas time. So I'm like, screw it. If I don't do it now, like things start picking up at Christmas. It gets busy. I'm going to get it done stupid clock i swear like it was <laughs> it it's cool. amazing that somebody can like design this so that someone who knows nothing about clocks at all can build this mm. functioning clock like mm. it was astonishing how it fit together for sure but um it was so exact and i get gears like i get things have to be exact but yeah. it was like so exact to the 10th of a millimeter that there were some pieces that I was so scared to push together, like yeah, it, it break or something. I well, I remember the first time I was playing Dark Souls. I had some rage quit moments, like when you're fighting the four kings, and then you have to quit for a month because screw you four kings, right? In 2011, so I had some moments like that where like certain pieces aren't fitting together. I couldn't figure it out. Like I knew what needed to be done, but it wasn't working. Anyway, I ended up getting it done. The it clock actually works. And there's this one part where there's like weights. You could have a pendulum that swings underneath it. And so, but you need a certain kind of weighting system for it. And they provide you with all that things except for the weights themselves. And so I build this like little container that looks all nice and fancy, but I have to load it with weights. And I'm like, oh man, the only thing that's like small that actually weighs heavier are coins. And I'm like, I'm not putting $20 and quarters in this thing. It already cost me 70 bucks. I'm not wasting another 20 bucks. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try and find some gravel, like some heavier, smaller rocks, and put them in. And I know different rocks have different weights, but I'm like, ah, forget it. And so I'm like, where can I get some? And I couldn't think of anything. I walked all the way to Chris's house. To his driveway. Just like, it's like eight thirty at night. It's pitch black, right? And I'm like going Picking through. I brought my wife's weigh scale that you can use for food, but she uses it for knitting to make sure she has a certain weight of uh, yarn. You're gonna get arrested for, her for selling drugs. Doing it. <laughs> I bring my dog and I'm going over and I'm like in front of Chris's house and I'm like picking up rocks and putting them on weigh the weigh scale to try and get over 315 grams nice. of gravel. Greg and Matias both show up at different points and be like, what are you doing? Hey, Ty, what you doing? I got caught twice. Stealing in rocks. Like the 10 minute span I took. Yeah. And then it didn't even work because the rocks were not heavy enough per their size so oh. I couldn't get the 300 grams I did. so I didn't make the pendulum work so it was all for nothing but hmm. that was pretty fun uh we also got our unfortunately but good news and bad news because of course it costs thousands of dollars but um we had our roof inspected I think I mentioned that a couple episodes ago we had our roof inspected just like you know we we our basement flooded a few novembers ago so we're like you know what it would really suck now to flood from the top or have our roof leak so just for like fun but also to be careful we checked our roof And out of the three quotes we got, they were all like, your roof needs to be replaced. I'll be surprised if you last the winter. I'm like, well, that's great timing. but And I mean, if we got that idea from like one of our quotes, it could be like, okay, they're just trying to upsell us and actually get the quote figured out. But from all three people, we got that quote done. So we actually to get our roof redone is it done Uh, they had a cancellation yeah they got it all done already the whole porch on everything and then they even replaced the decking on the back uh the sorry like the weird plastic roof we have Mm -hmm. over the deck in the back and so i mean expensive but we got it at a really good deal compared to everything else we were doing we got the best company for the best price it was it was perfect they had a cancellation so they kind of rushed negotiations but we have people that we trust that we Confided in, and yeah. they're like a fantastic deal, fantastic price. I would highly recommend them, all that kind of stuff. So it, it worked out with the exception of actually needing it to get sure. done And it worked out quite yeah. perfect. So and then all that, you know how my daughter had pneumonia a couple of weeks ago. I mean, that's normal for the family, it sucks to go through, but she dealt with that. So she was home from school for two weeks. She finally went to school this past week. But guess what happened to my son? <laughs> His seizures came back. That sucks, man. So I'm like, oh, man, I thought like uh, to the point where I actually had it's been so long that I'd actually forgotten that that was an issue. Like if my wife would come up to me like, hey, remember when Oliver used to have this? Like, oh, yeah, man, that sucked. It started happening again. And oh, man, that feeling like. Yeah, it's awful. When stuff happens to parents like it sucks when things happen to adults, you feel like you know, it sucks, but you're an adult, like they can make their own choices. They can figure themselves out. They can take care of themselves in most circumstances. Like it just sucks for them, but life goes on. But when stuff happens to a kid. Yeah, it's brutal. Oh man, like watching a kid not be able to control their jaw or their mouth or their hand. Just, oh man, I just, oh, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. So I'm with you. And then when it's your own kid, like let the world burn. I got to take care of this. So yeah, it was a. it was a week full of, <laughs> it was, it was a big week. I, I need a, I need a chill week because Christmas is going to start soon and that just gets busy. So, mm. yeah. And then my wife and I, we're, we're good. We're totally fine. And they're like, everything's good, but some heavy stuff's been happening in life in adult land as well. And yeah, like everything's fine. Everything's good. It's not like roller coasters now everything's fine. It's just, you know, heavy news, heavy stuff in life. And uh, yeah, so it's good that's good how about you justin i'm not the only one here and i just almost used up the whole episode patch notes episode Eh, of roofing
0: patch notes match notes right that's Uh, what i'll title (laughs) the episode uh my week was good it was really busy it's a lead up into an awful week coming up so um Hmm. this yeah this league launch unfortunately is terrible timing for me but this week was uh it was it was fine it was really busy we did um we did. I went, so I went and got, got my haircut this week, and this is just yeah, whatever. I, I ended up getting a cut, but uh, I always book my haircut like three or four weeks in advance. Like when I get the haircut done, then I book the next one.
1: But don't you get haircuts every
0: two weeks? Not anymore. It's every month now. I the, uh, oh, the guy oh. that I got to do it. I really like how he cuts it. He cuts it short enough. I can last the month most of the time, three to four weeks usually. Anyway. Oh. I'm scheduled to go there and I live off my calendar. Everything's in there. So it's 10 o'clock appointment. No problem. I've got an 1130 plan for after that. And I had stuff leading up to that 915 text message because they send reminders, right? Like you get a reminder from their system. He sends me a text message. I'm going to see if I can find his actual message because it made me laugh. He said... Hey man, sorry this is super last minute, but I just realized you don't have me on social media, so I guess you didn't see. And then he told me about an injury that he had, so he's out of commission for the next few months. So he's he's got a couple guys he can line me up with 10 o'clock today. And I was telling Christina this, because I messaged him back, I'm like, hey, that sucks. As long as it's not somebody who's brand new, like that's fine. But I was telling Christina, I'm like, that's how I was supposed to know that you were out? Like, I don't follow you on social media? That's It just made me laugh, because... He's young, his whole, their whole, like, their whole store, their whole barbershop is young guys that cut hair. And, but that just made me laugh. Like, I was supposed to be notified via your social (laughs) media post. Just
1: follow me on social?
0: (laughs) Uh, I said to Christina, I'm like, I'm still not going to follow him because that's not,
1: like, that's not how I'm going to get my updates on my haircut. But, yeah. uh, Well, imagine if he's, like, opinionated or political and that kind of stuff, too. Like, I... I, fo- I try and follow Elden Ring on Twitter and mm. it is pointless. They oh, yeah. are like the ultimate fluff. It's like, mm. just nothing. I, I only want to know when the DLC is coming. Yeah. And out of a thousand tweets, I've been thankful for one. Well, the fact then, is, you know, that's kind of what I would get The DM- I mean, maybe your guy's only professional. He, he, he might, he might be, but who honestly, knows?
0: I still wouldn't see it anyway. I don't, I don't. Social right. media is not my go-to. I don't tend to, you know, besides flicking through TikTok when I'm bored. I don't go on social media to get updates or see what's going on with people. So that was mm-hmm. a little funny. We had our struggle this week. My my daughter has been very secretive about what she wants from Santa. And so she didn't want anybody to know. This week, she got her message back from Santa in the mail. She, oh, still, wouldn't, good. she still wouldn't tell any of us. We had taken her to see Santa. She whispered to Santa, wouldn't tell us what it was she wants. <laughs> it, was, it was quite funny. And uh, she got her letter back today or not today sorry this week from Santa which she was really excited about and then finally she filled us in on it because now she she sent it off to Santa and she didn't tell anybody and Santa sent her back this letter and so she was very excited to get this letter and then she finally told us that her her wish for Christmas was for everybody to be happy and I was like all right that's cute but
1: <laughs> not helpful <laughs> put a price tag on it lady because we yeah. got stuff to wrap
0: so santa hopefully brings her whatever it is that she wants but it was pretty funny uh i also wanted to just quickly shout out because i forgot to do it in the very beginning but vowels thank you so much for the donation this week i was just yes. going through my stuff and i was just making sure we didn't miss anything and i forgot about that but thank you so much that was very kind
1: of you that was very kind and so um, we will uh we'll go out for dinner sometime ty on yeah, vowels just the two of us yeah so thanks so much. Um, that's, I guess, a uh, shout out to GGE's wonderful gifting system. Yeah, yeah they, they, they were attempting to about, gift something to us, and because they didn't know our social security number, health number, and how many different jobs and the addresses of our resume for the past ten years, they had to succumb yeah, to a It was difficult, so thank that's right. So kind of like what awesome. we're gonna do. We're going to just start giving away Amazon gift cards for <laughs> our right. private leagues. That's right. We're just going to, it's cash <laughs> leagues now.
0: That's screw right. Screw grinding your games and their gifting system. Um, right.
1: Other, other well, than- Maybe maybe instead we'll take all proceeds and donate them to um, the internet service provider that GGG uses. That's seriously. Come on, right? guys. <laughs> I, you know what? Here's the they thing. They added another 700. Of those reliquary keys yeah. that I think cost users a thousand dollars, I am pretty sure that they are capable of upgrading their internet over there. Yeah,
0: I I was thinking about it afterwards because I messaged you during the event and I was like billion dollar company thirty dollar internet, but <laughs> but the I I will I mean give them a bit of credit to add a third to add three people to it, and what I was thinking about afterwards too is. I very much understand what that poor bastard that was behind the camera and computer was probably feeling when things were going poorly. And he's like, he or she is sweating and trying to figure out how to fix it and knowing that it's looking bad on them. So, you know, it, it, yeah, but it was a little, um it was a little annoying. It's still embarrassing. <laughs> it is a little embarrassing. But uh, otherwise, my week, I think, was fine. It was just very, very busy. We've got a Christmas party tomorrow for our work so I don't want to go to mm-hmm. that and then yeah next week is a freaking shit show for me so yeah this league's gonna be this league start you know it's it's wrecked so I can't even play my obviously I can't play
1: affliction because I'm not gonna have the strongest
0: <laughs> league start
1: dude I am but. stoked now uh before yep. we get into POE my lawn still looks better than yours Thanks well, to got, well uh, yes it
0: does but I now have all my Christmas stuff up. oh that I didn't mention that so oh, good. on one of the days that you were messaging me there was a day you were messaging me about some audio stuff that day was probably one of my worst days in a very long time because my wife was in emergency with our son the whole day she got there at 8 15 a.m and she arrived home at 9 45 p.m what happened they were slow as balls and he
1: got injured. To your son <laughs> he got injured well it should
0: never have taken that long it was ridiculous he got injured the day sure. before at school there were some some things happened we were a little bit okay. worried about it that evening and then the next morning it was still bad and i was and when i was trying to figure it out i was like he has to go into to er because we need to get this actually checked but the problem for me is i couldn't do it that day so we expected maybe three or four hours i literally had to drive there to give her battery banks and chargers at a certain point because the their her phone was dying and it was it was a joke man like just to see a doctor was I don't think they finally saw a doctor till 5 p.m. They sat in a room from like 8.45 a.m. until about 5 p.m. before they finally saw a doctor. Hmm. It was crazy. But anyway, so that day to keep my girls busy and stuff, they were like, well, let's set up all the Christmas stuff outside. Horrible decision to do that with my girls. (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) They loved it. I was like. Not having it. So but yeah. So yes, your lawn does look better, but mine has Christmas stuff on it now. So that counts for
1: something at least. It does. We're not a decoration family inside. Yes. Outside. No, like whether when the seasons change, Halloween, all that kind of stuff. We don't know. But yeah. I think that's going to change my 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 kids are they look quite envious <laughs> at all the happy families with their decorations. <laughs> and then they come back to our crappy looking house built in the 70s with a brand new roof. And um, well, they're not impressed. Get some Christmas lights. Come on, Ty. Yeah. No. Anyway, uh, they they let's would would get stay into up all year, all year. <laughs>
0: well, my Christmas lights do on the house. Yeah, they but yours are off. meant to look good that way. Yeah, you can't see them when they're off. Uh, all right, can we get into Poe stuff now? Yeah, a bit of a uh, week.
1: there. Yeah, we'll be able to get into patch notes really quick here. There were just a couple of things that I quickly wanted to say. Remember, I had a post that kept getting deleted a few weeks ago. Yeah, I had. I wrote a bug report with a suggestion originally i didn't separate them and then they ended up i got into this fiasco where they just kept deleting my posts even if i kept reposting it i do remember so that, anyway yeah. i waited two weeks reposted it still there it's just a glitch <laughs> with their store about the watch list hmm. that's it cool. it was great yep did that um oh look there's unsaved changes saved nice all right so what happened this week uh, nothing major Uh, Let's see. Uh, King Cat Noodle came out with part two of her ancestor lore. So that's awesome. GGG, keep posting her stuff. She does a fantastic job. I love that you support her. Very, very good. Uh, The November 2023 events have ended. And then basically everything else was just uh, the small little hype, like mini trailers and stuff for Affliction. Yep. And Path of Exile 2. And then the the patch notes. Uh, Path of Exile 2 is officially on Steam now. You can go when you type in Path of Exile in Steam, there's Path of Exile and then Path of Exile too. So you can add, even though it's free, you can add it to your wishlist for the sake of notifications. Cool. Um, and this was a very massive update that we're going to get into right away. I was surprised there was no manifesto. There was nothing that explained the reason. Like normally like balance changes or anything like that. Sometimes they have a manifesto, sometimes not. But this was like, there's some major changes that happened with this 2023 update. And I was just surprised. Don't really need it, I guess. But I, I was so. very surprised the there the, was a manifesto. But yeah, maybe they don't their, need them anymore with how they do their Twitch. Their live maybe manifestos
0: thing. are a thing of the past. Yeah. So we're, I assume we're going to get into patch notes. But first, let's just quickly cover the, the live stream. Is that cool? Can we do that first before we get into the patch notes? Because that kind of makes sense, right? Or did I miss Yeah, anything? You let you me. No,
1: no, no, you're good. I think we can get right into it. It's just uh, there was one thing I couldn't really figure out where to put this without forgetting about it. Like if once we get into patch notes, I'll end up forgetting about my notes and I'll just start running away with things. Uh, Corsic mentioned something about the support packs. And this was beforehand. This was beforehand. Uh, Corsic from our Discord said that they're theorizing that the pa- the support packs that are going to come out and they are delayed, which is quite interesting uh, until the league has actually come out. But Corsic is predicting, hoping, theorizing that these current support packs are going to come with uh, beta access packages.
0: Yeah, I saw I saw their message. I did reply to and it. I in, think that's very interesting in Discord. And I said that it's a cool idea, but I I I would be shocked if they did that because they will make boatloads more money selling
1: the beta access separately maybe i mean yeah. they could have two different kinds of selling points as well right not necessarily just that because you're still way a too early away, right? though to try and sell
0: a beta maybe. access for it but yeah yep. it's a cool idea um Very okay cool. live stream, let's get into it live stream so we watched the live stream i watched most of the live stream and it was long this time it was too long it was good i i mean i don't i don't know I guess I I was thinking about it this morning because I have mostly positive things. I have a few negative things to say, but also um, it's okay because this is just Tyler and I talking to each other on our own podcast so we can say whatever we want. But there were a few takeaways from it that bothered me a little bit. One was it's on a Thursday for us. I I think most everywhere else in the world, it's a Thursday or maybe Friday. It was really long in the middle of a workday for me, so it was a bit hard to watch all of it. Um, And my only qualm, I don't know what the word is. I'm not sure. My only downside to it is, uh, same as last week when I said it, I don't, I actually don't want to hear much about PoE2. I would have rather seen like a little trailer, maybe like a five minute excitement hyped up about it, not 20 minutes, not going into detail about all the mercenary change into this weapon type and then can do this type of thing and then can change to this. And the WASD movement was really cool that they introduced and they talked about the mercenary overview was cool but after that i was like i can't play it you're showing me something that doesn't exist for me to touch i want to see the things that i actually get to play it took way too long to get to that part where i could actually see the affliction stuff
1: it was i was surprised that i shared that same sentiment i was actually quite bored through the poe 2 introduction there of the mercenary like it's neat um Maybe it's because that kind of play style doesn't interest me or like that weapon stuff. You know what I mean? I don't know. But whatever it was, like it was a long time to just hear about it. And like you said, it's a long ways away. We know the company can change their mind a hundred times since. And for some reason, it just it didn't. It it seemed very um, it was way too long for what we got out of it. You know what I mean? it would be different if it was a po2
0: live stream if it was like a live stream of updates of that that that, that's a little bit different if that was the focus of it but this was a live stream for their new of new league that is the thing we actually get to play and besides like updates on new stuff like i said the wasd movement is really cool that's going to be it's going to change the game up quite a bit especially for Well, I think actually for a lot of builds, but the idea of being able to move backwards while casting forward is really nice to do. I know you can probably do that a little bit on controller. It sounds like you're going to be able to do it even better on controller now with this way that it's it's going to work. It is what controller has always been.
1: Yeah, but the way that they
0: mentioned it, it sounded like it it was going to be a little bit different. But regardless, I like that stuff's cool. I like that they're telling us about that new stuff, but that that should have taken like seven or eight minutes. It was just it was way too long to get into Affliction, which Affliction was the part that matters because that's what we get to play we poe 2 excitement is great get that hype up and stuff i love that but that's got to be way
1: shorter it was just too long Mm -hmm. for me yeah but uh, pc gamer had a thing like my day was quite monopolized by this live stream and that was it was fun i mean it was quite it, it was a lot but it was fun because pc gamer had um a little they had they had this weird stream where it was like they were coming up with their 25 most anticipated games that are eventually going to come out it wasn't like mm-hmm. specific to 2024 or anything like that uh ggg was on there they were at number nine with path of exile 2 and but they knew exactly like the video that they had given to pc gamer said and later today we're going to have our live stream for information so it was they they planned it quite nicely together but there were some interesting things in the article there that they had um i tried to uh, read the article it was PC gamer, come on, I know you got to make money, but
0: good Lord, I couldn't scroll through your website without my phone being attacked by ads or your stream popping
1: up and taking up half of the screen. So I just gave up. I didn't read it. Uh, a couple quick quotes there from them. Mark Roberts, Mr. Roberts is also neon, um, emphasize that where Path of Exile 2 is definitely going to be about obliterating screens full of monsters and having a lot of fun doing so you don't have to worry about all the the gameplay that they're currently showing is a lot slower paced. Uh, it is going to be a different style gameplay, but they're showing it so that you can see what's going on. Uh, the ability to obliterate screens is still going to exist in Path of Exile 2. So that's neat. And on uh, they, um, what's his name? Um, Jonathan also guaranteed this time. Now it's not like a hope, but now cross-platform is guaranteed. Where do you guarantee that? Uh, we're talking with Ziggy after the fact. Um, oh, okay. He Ziggy, Ziggy asked if cross platform was a thing, and John was like, or sorry, Jonathan was like, yes, definitely, definitely. Okay. And last time cool. they mentioned it, it was like, I would love it to be. That's the hope for the future. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, and it was kind of neat. They also went through what they went through twenty seconds of each class at the very beginning of that, and that was actually quite neat. That was something that I was excited for. Um, one thing that I'm not a fan of, but I get how advertising works, but they're kind of making each class look like you have to play them a certain way right now, like with all the different advertising they're doing. But I get you have to pick something for them to play and then add combinations. So I get that. that's not really a criticism, but it's really cool to see that they actually went through all 20 or sorry, all of the classes for around 20 seconds. And just, just showed some basics, some stuff that some of the Ascendancies might focus on. And that was really cool. I really enjoyed I really enjoyed seeing that. Mm. Yeah, it was fine. It was cool. Mm-hmm. I, I think my problem, I and I,
0: I don't know that it's fair. It's just how I felt during it. But I wanted to just get to Affliction. So it was tough I hear because you. I was like, I get it. We've seen this. like, um, Yeah, but it, it is cool to see what they're working on and what's coming. But my well, most exciting I... part was the WASD. And also they did a... Um, they did a boss fight that actually looked really cool. I'm trying to remember what it was though about the boss fight that I liked, but when I was watching the boss fight, I liked the bars at the top. I liked that it felt tough. Like it felt like there was actual, yep. um, I'm not sure what we saw it once before with that other boss where you had to like fire the arrows into it, but it just felt like there was, it was mechanical. Like you actually had to yep. do the fight, which was kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Like they increased one thing that they've emphasized a couple of times just in general is that enemies are faster. And so that's something as a slow player that I hate, but it also provides the prospect, like in the Dark Souls boss fights that I like, where there's just moments where you have to run. Mm-hmm. There's moments that you need to just literally survive before you can even think about offense. Yeah, there's and that's something that Path attack. of Exile 1 does. Uh, most fights do quite poorly now. And so I did quite enjoy that. It was neat to see... Um, even the stun bar. I was curious what it was, but and I'm sorry I forget who it was, but um uh the, someone told me that it's the stun bar mm-hmm. underneath the health bar that keeps going up and I think that's a really cu- cool visual effect. Um shooting's a thing, like they even referenced crossbows being guns rifles and yeah. right. So, um what are your thoughts on just the gun prospect in PoE now that that's like basically official and the idea of moving while shooting like I thought that was really neat how they were saying like there's certain skills not necessarily just crossbow skills but skills in the game where as you're casting them attacking whatever it is you can actually move slowly while it's happening I thought that was a cool idea
0: I think when you combine that with the WASD it will be interesting I think the WASD is such a weird and interesting thing to see how it works because you are taking away a couple buttons that you might normally have used for something else but the ability to strafe as you're attacking is a, a very new thing to Path of Exile. Uh, the idea of like guns in general—I I mean, we joked about it last week. I don't actually care, though. I still think it's very weird to bring a spear to a gunfight. But in the end, it's not like the <laughs> right. game's is realistic, so that—that's right. fair. Like they can kind of do whatever they want with it. But sure. yeah, I don't know. It'll be it'll be fun to see how they incorporate all of that it's a little odd when you think though that the mercenary is completely locked into a, a weapon type which I don't
1: think they are well they emphasized later on that's what I'm saying like their advertising makes it seem like it is but they emphasized a lot in the interview after like it's path of exile you can do whatever you want with whoever you want and they even like swap around keywords so that different classes can can benefit from the same types of things yeah. but I hear you I hear you I really hope. That there still is the possibility of a lot of variety. That's the thing that terrifies me about having so many ascendancies, right? How do you keep it general without feeling forced to be a certain ascendancy for a certain skill or play style, right? It'll be cool to see. The one thing about the mercenary also, though, that I was like, this is probably
0: not the class for me, is I feel like you need like probably seven or eight extra fingers to play it. Like it just seemed like so many different things to click and you're changing what type of ammo are you using to what type of weapon are you using? I'm not into that swapping, clicking, like crazy thing. So, but it looked cool. It just could have been about five minutes long.
1: (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Um, uh, One thing that I am excited for though, and this kind of stuff is just reminds me of it. um, Using a skill auto swaps your weapons. Mm -hmm. Remember like you can assign certain skills to your weapons and then it auto swaps and, I think that's really neat. It was one thing like this isn't my play style either. The ballistics thing isn't really my kind of thing, but it was neat seeing how different gameplay could be with something. Like we, were, we saw the Druid, we saw the Sorcerer, right? We Now we've seen the Mercenary. and But even other aspects of the game, like the ability to shoot the ground for chill, how grenades interact differently with certain kinds of skills, warm-up skills. It was just neat to see that kind of difference. So even though it's not something that specifically interests me from a theory crafting perspective and play style it does excite me for man okay so how much have they changed some of the typical stuff too like for me i'm thinking minions but then there's like you know mark absolutely loves his aura bots, so how are they going to be relevant within the game how are they still going to do their own offense you know like i i, I don't know so even though this cool that they're so much variation yes like, there's so agreed. many different
0: ways to play it which is, is yeah. fun
1: And the boss they showed was hilarious. I love the creepy laughing. Just the fact that it's like running around with scissors and creating like they they showed in their video. I think it was the video with PC Gamer, but they showed in the video somebody working on this really creepy, weird baby thing with a monster face. And then that ended up being the little minion in the boss fight. Yeah, it didn't explode on death. So that was cool. (laughs) yes that's right (laughs) but it was also neat to hear i think this happened the ziggy interview after but they're basically making all their skills from the ground up even the skills that they're trying to bring over they would like to bring over from path of exile one they eventually end up getting completely remade anyway just to better accommodate path of exile Two. so it's neat that no matter what it is it seems like the skills are getting redesigned so it was cool. And uh, even though I wasn't really Path of xl 2 was the secondary announcement for me. It's really cool seeing how much I mean, I'm sure Chris does, too. But you could see it with Jonathan and Mark, how excited they are for all these little details. Like they're really enjoying and they're very excited for Path of xl 2. It's nice to see their passion and enjoyment in it, for sure. Yep, I agree. I just yeah, it was cool to see that. Well, shall we get into Path of XL 1?
0: Mm-hmm. so then they went into affliction finally uh, one thing that was interesting actually is the the lack of chris in this live stream like he talked in the beginning said he was going to be giving it to jonathan for poe 2 then giving it to mark for the affliction like and then even in the interview afterwards he was very sort of like background party which is uh, it's it's interesting i feel like maybe there's a plan for him to take a bit of a step back or maybe make them a bit more forefront and you know not make it so it's always him that's the one talking or on camera Mm -hmm. but he was yeah he was very
1: withdrawn from this one which was fine I think those other guys did a great job but yeah maybe he was hung over because he seemed to be having a difficult time with the lights he was like really yeah it looked like he was closing his eyes all the time uh, yeah i don't know but it was it was it just it was interesting to me that that yep. mark was the one sort of running the show for uh the poe one announcement he did a great nice job to see them yeah mark jonathan and chris they i think i think it went great um one thing before we actually get into the to the gameplay um <laughs> you know how they always use their default filter
0: no yeah okay click, click on, on the POE link too.
1: click on the link i have there and what link oh, what am i clicking on sorry what am I? Oh, sorry. I uh So I have a description under the description for Path of XL One in that card. Okay, right at the top. I, I have don't a Twitch typically link. follow your notes. Yep, I see that. So, so just click, click this. It. Yeah, and you'll see a big explosion of loot. Yeah. Okay. You didn't hear anything, did you? It was just bloop, a whole bunch of items yeah. that drop, right? Mm-hmm. A divine orb dropped in there. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't yep. notice that. So go back and click on it again, <laughs> and you'll see a divine orb drop, no, and it looks funny. exactly the same and sounds exactly the same. As a scroll of wisdom. As it should. And that's how, how, like, how is this they, like, and they're keeping their default filter for Path of Excel too. I just, oh, I it makes no sense. And we mm-hmm. care about item weight. So mm-hmm. um, first thing that I really noticed now, maybe it's a unique that I haven't seen, but that weapon, I was expecting I them to notice. talk about new base types. Maybe it's one of the new experimental base types that they revamped. But it was just a massive two-handed butcher cleaver that they used throughout the entire demo. So maybe that's a unique but that's one of my favorite weapons in the entire Dark Souls and Elden Ring franchise. It just scales of strength. No prob. Mm -hmm. But where's that weapon? That looks amazing. Mm -hmm. So I was expecting them to talk about like new base types or something but maybe I think the only base types they really revamped are the um, experimental base types from Heist because of how they made the changes to heist could so be that, one of the that new was uniques cuz there are some new uniques right it could be uh mm-hmm. you wanna just go through affliction
0: specifically sure uh it looks it looks cool it looks like delve that was my first thought was like oh it's delve go into an area walk through the darkness uh, it, that that was my first my first feeling was the delve sort of style of it uh, it looks really cool i love the fact that this thing's going to be at the beginning of each map you go in you do your thing and then it buffs the rest of the map, like that's kind of fun, and and it's not time sensitive. Yeah, that which was really nice. I was thinking about you when they were talking about that. Uh, I I like the fact that it's adding all these, you know, these three new ascendancies. Those are going to. I haven't looked at them at all in the sense of I've seen people posting pictures of what each individual ascendancy is. I haven't looked into that side of it. I've only seen what they showed on the sure. on the teaser. So. It's cool. I, I mean, it sounds like they're adding content that no matter what you're doing or how you're playing, you're going to want to be interacting with these different um, whisp, whisperers. I don't sure. know, whatever those the guys are that run everything down there. Yep. But um, yeah, that's it seems cool. It seems fun. Not yeah, sure. I does. like the whole like replace what are they called? Tinctures, the things that replace your flasks.
1: Uh, I'm not sure that I, I'd have to see it a little bit more to know that's just more clicking and one thing i didn't Stuff. catch uh i think that's only with one of the three new ascendancies mm-hmm, it is so i don't know if there's benefits to it or not but one thing that they emphasized quite a lot and i did like this is that they have like you're not limited to your ascendancy that you choose oh, like I was we're gonna, talking the 3 temporals right. yeah you, you can, can swap, swap at any time well not anytime whenever you go to like quote unquote anytime whenever you go see what another see one of them. those npcs you can swap you still have to earn it but what but, happens
0: if you've already earned it then you swap then you swap back do oh, you, I assume get you get the to past it. points that you've yeah that was the only yeah, thing i was I assume curious about it just about. stays the
1: same i you'd probably have to use a scouring or five scouring to you know actually remove those points but uh, that's it's cool that's that you can guess. swap between them which is yeah i do like that it mm-hmm. is and it's it's funny I mean, you get it it's early gone.
0: like you get the first two points in act two like so much sooner than and when you get your actual ascendancy
1: stuff agreed yeah yeah, it's yeah it's neat. A, they have a fun. lot of cool variety. I mean, there was obviously people got excited about the different specter aspects because you can you know you can have like the Eldric corpses there that you can raise as a specter, but there's a lot of other neat things. There's cursing. One thing that the game needs to keep permanently is the ability for users to create enemies, right? Like they have the, one, th- one of the ascendancies here allows you to create enemies so it really benefits your on-kill stuff. Right. You know, like right now on kill is not good for any important boss fight. You know what I mean? It's a wasted investment if you cared about pinnacle content, uh, unless you were just doing a pure mapper. So Mm. I love that. That kind of fixes that whole issue of the value of on kill effect or it only being for a specific aspect of the game. So that's really cool. I mean, even having a customizable ascendancy where it's just Mm. like, talk about fixing the scion right? Like, I feel now like you that's don't have the scion a good... going into PoE2, you could have a class that's just pure customizable, completely random, right? I feel like that's a good ascendancy towards late game.
0: Like, as you collect more of those jewel things that you socket in, and you find the ones that you like, then yep. you eventually swap to that ascendancy. The one for the specter made me laugh, because I know what would happen if I did it, or you did it. We would be like, oh, save up for this awesome spectre, and then accidentally remove our helmet or something,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then it's gone. Spectre's gone. Oh, it's so dumb. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> but even the wisps and what they do to your maps when you come back—sure, uh, it yeah, makes it harder, hard. which is content that I like. But mm-hmm. it it impacts things that every build can benefit from: mm-hmm. rarity, quantity, and currency. Yep, all good. Everybody likes that. I mean, mm-hmm. I actually don't care about rarity turning into uniques. I just care about more rares. But still, that benefits everybody, and so I thought that was really cool as well. And everything's tradable. Is the like, and then make all the dead bodies
0: put out more crap on the ground. I was like, no, guys, <laughs> if you right. can't fix off the original loot yet. I don't want more of the crap well, on right? my screen. Yeah, yeah. But it does
1: open chests. Oh yeah, okay because (laughs) because chests have that much value right imagine using that and you're running around what's the one level that just has an infinite amount of chests? Mm yeah but everything's tradable too for those that like to trade which is cool Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm i am quite excited about that i'm really curious where they're going with these extra ascendancies like i thought they were actually changing some when i first saw it i thought like when i saw the warlock i'm like they're not adding ascendancies to Path of Exile 1. Like, are they actually swapping out one of the ascendancies yeah, to a Bye-bye, bye, Necro.
0: <laughs> for
1: something. So, yeah, it's anyway. cool, though. It'll be fun.
0: It's fun that it's adding something that interacts. I like that they're dumping Metamorph as well, and so that's sort of being taken over by this. It is funny. It's definitely... I feel like there is a bit more excitement towards Ultimatum than, than Affliction, but um, mm-hmm. I like that they are not doing like with affliction itself we've talked about the idea of like taking you out of maps and while this does take you out of maps it has a direct impact on the map you
1: run right after you're done and which it's is smooth cool. and seamless too you go yeah. in you do the exact like it doesn't it, you're not technically in a different environment you know it's like scourge in a way it doesn't change anything it doesn't yeah, take you're in a different zone you're in a different zone technically yes but it's so seamless it doesn't matter it's not like you're going to heist or delve where there's like massive downtime and it's a completely different selection and a different menu. It's it just is like, like an- incursion though, like which we've talked about not liking because which which we'll have to
0: see how it goes. But because you with with Delirium or some of these other ones where you activate it, you're or even Scourge, you were still within the same map. You are leaving the map in this case and going to a different map to the, to clear out the, the forest in but i just like that whatever you do there has a direct impact on the map Mm -hmm. you're about to run i think that's really fun and the fact that they're putting it at the very beginning of the map so you can't miss it and and lose out on that you know true i think it's gonna be fun
1: i mean to me i guess when i keep complaining about a different don't not wanting to get taken out of the map it's i don't like i like i i don't mind the seamless stuff like scourge was was fine um And honestly, incursion is fine, too, except I don't like the shotgun damage and I don't like the timed stuff Mm -hmm. like so the experience itself I don't like. But the fact that I just click on a thing and it's like a strong box, but, (laughs) you know, you it just changes the map. So I don't know. I'm I'm quite excited about this one. I think I I think it's really well thought out. I hope it really releases well. Uh, I was not sad that Metamorph left, but I was sad that they didn't replace it with something that was bossy. Like, I'm um, glad Ultimatum's in. in. I, like, well, <laughs> well, yeah. No. I do agree. Like, the problem I is Metamorph was had, terrible for bossing. It wasn't it good was, bossing. I w- it was so great to hear both Mark and John say have the exact same complaints about Metamorph that I have. Yeah. You couldn't tell what was going on. You'd get one shot out of nowhere. It just it wasn't a fun experience. You didn't feel like you were actually bossing. You just felt like it was luck of the draw mm-hmm. based and on your I roles. mean, I think Mark said it, too, and it was true. Well, yes,
0: you could pay attention to the individual monsters and the things are happening or whatever, um, The you were just clicking the items that you wanted, the loot you wanted, yeah. and so you didn't always know what you were about to get. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, so it's Plus like a back Ultimatum, not... which is awesome.
1: It, it is. And one thing that I was nice hearing Mark say was he actually really likes the idea of Metamorph. Like he would love for it to come back. It just has to be completely different in how they apply it like the idea of being able to build a boss and have a boss that you construct and then you fight and have like that massive single target value he really liked that he just didn't like how metamorph was made so uh, the concept of it well no but the concept of it could come back in a completely in in a different way but yeah it's pretty awesome that they did replace it with ultimatum it's like Mm -hmm. the fans just like shoving their way into the game I forgot how much ultimatum works when I was looking through the
0: patch notes that was talking about the new Atlas passives and the stuff. I forgot that there were these concepts of like stand in the rocks or I actually completely forgot that there was goals to the ultimatum to completing it. Like I, I complete that part. I, I, it was ritual to me like, Oh, hit the button right. and then just kill everything. But that's not always the case. Yeah, I forgot about that entirely
1: it's funny you know they were talking about um why do you think everybody wanted ultimatum back so much and they're like oh well you know it's the you know the do or die for the reward and you know what i mean and so and then there's like the cool mods and the different things that you can get the rewards are really big and they were coming up with all these issues that's not it no it's the npc sassy it is 100 (laughs) a completely derogatory how could nobody in the live stream think of this or bring it up if you have yes right you have an npc (laughs) that is a total dick and people absolutely love it i mean all the Mm -hmm. all the rest is great too of course but uh but they actually completely redid ultimatum it Mm -hmm. have they went through everything and changed it including how even how often rare monsters spawn and how difficult they are just for the sake of visual clarity. Mark was yeah, talking about which how was good. the old version, they would have like nine rares show up out of nowhere and you had no idea where the danger point was. So it yeah. is nice that they're adding this kind of stuff to it. Um, I'm glad they took the time to completely redo it, not just throw it in the way that it was, but make it work for today. And there's even the thoughtfulness of how the stash tabs work the metamorph stash tabs just completely converting into a an ultimatum tab yeah they said that there was like some
0: ultimatum type map or event and i was like don't remember what that was like (laughs) i am so (laughs) i don't remember ultimatum at all besides the trial master and the gambling like picking and being like oh can i do it that's that's what i remember yeah so that's cool at least they thought about that because when you get rid of something where there's a paid aspect to it in the sense of a stash tab you got to be careful because uh, as much as i would love to say like just do whatever you want if you don't like it and it doesn't work then you got to get rid of it uh i know that that sentiment is not shared by a lot of people that have paid money for those particular things so
1: agreed yeah and i think this is the first time that they've actually swapped what a div tab or sorry a paid tab what needs a paid to be. tab does i think that's so that's what ziggy said and i can't think of any that reason why that would be right. incorrect yeah mhm So lots of other changes. Uh, Do you want to go through miscellaneous changes or go through some of the skills? Because skills, man, uh, that was unexpected to see how skills are changing. But to have heists so directly changed from their ability to... Yeah, I wonder if it's gutted. Like They went through and revamped the... um, What are they called? I've already mentioned them, but the... um, I, I guess, I don't know, the weird rare classes and base types that they have like Mm -hmm. the all I forget what they're called I use them all the time I have to deal with them all the time in Filterland, but I forget what they're called base type or whatever they're called I can't think I mean they had to revamp that they revamped rewards they tried to make heist a lot more tempting but you know a big motivation for a lot of people was the alternate quality are those
0: base types still only available in heist yes Okay, so then there's definitely value to that side of it. It was really funny during the interview process. This is about as far as I got before I just had to leave because I had work to do. But when Mark talked about the fact that there was a new ring or amulet type that instead of it being the plus one prefix, minus one suffix, it was now going to be plus the the rare chance of getting a plus three prefix, minus three suffix. But the best part about that was Jonathan's face when he realized that they were actually doing that. Which is, that is bananas. I hope those are crazy, crazy, crazy rare, but that would be the funnest
1: thing to craft in the whole world. Or to even get like six suffixes and no prefixes. Yeah, either of them, whichever Uh, one. that would be hilarious. Imagine the attributes you could get on that. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, Jonathan's face was hilarious. He looks over, but then he looks over at Chris and Chris is like, I know, I know. know." And then so (laughs) Chris pipes up later. (laughs) I know, and then they pipe up later. (laughs) And Chris is like, Jonathan that's the exact same face I made when he first came to me with the idea yeah so I do like that but if uh,
0: that is true that those experimental base types that's what they are those will still be in heist so that does give it some value I think the removing the gems though is monstrous like you hopefully this makes up for that because removing the gems from there is a very big deal Uh, my personal opinion I'm not sure I like this option better for the new gem system just because <sighs> I don't like lab. I know. Uh, like, I, yeah. Uh, <sighs> and, and you're talking like Uber lab for like the, for all the, the best versions of stuff. Uh, uh, so then my head is going like, do I have to build a build now that's focused on being able to do lab efficiently? Or do I just have to trade? Because it's a lot of it is not deterministic. A lot of it is just keep running it, throwing your stuff in there. And in my head too, I was going like, you bastards you made me think we were getting away from the lab I had this right. like right at feeling the beginning that that's where we were going that's There's right no they more showed lab. the
1: divine font at the beginning and I was like yes and then they started like incorporating it and I'm this like is no! where live, <laughs> right I was like oh man and Ziggy brought that up too he's like a lot of people don't like lab like why why are you tying lab in to something that is what did they say I must have missed unlike- Uh, No, they just said that it's because of the timing of lab, like they wanted these options that the fonts provide Mm. uh, to happen throughout the campaign as well, like start off early and the, the three checkpoints that happen within lab within the or where labs are within the campaign are roughly around where they wanted the options that the font now provides to show up so it was just because of the timing of where labs are within the campaign that made them a good fit so
0: yeah it'll be interesting to see how that plays out I like the I love the idea of these new transfigured gems I love the idea of you know it it does look fun it looks cool I I actually really really like them dumping head enchant all this extra stuff yes I that is amazing I love that I don't like it always bothered me that it was so many different things. And we talked about this before, so many different things to try and like keep track of. So I like that they've built it all into a single system now. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Just not a super big fan of that. It's tied to
1: lab, but maybe it'll be fine. Maybe, maybe. I mean, hopefully the um, the trials, the goddesses um i mean uh, from the patch notes it seems like they are going to drop more i do hope they are dropping a lot more it would be nice to have the option to run through and go through and do it because you're not going to be guaranteed what you're looking for right it's going to be quite random Mm -hmm. and one nice thing is when you go through and you put in your gem right i'm going to be putting in my zombies see if i get the falling zombies which actually doesn't interest me but i'm excited to talk about it anyway but you know you put in your gem. If you don't like what's offered, you can just take your gem out. Like you're not screwing yourself over with, um. Oh shoot! I hope I get what I want. No, I didn't get it. Now my gem is screwed. Like you're not getting that. And th- but there's so many cool options too, right? Like all the different kinds of swapping options that there are. And uh, one thing that I love that they did, they went through. It seemed like every single active skill in the game and a ton of different supports. And they just they really focused on the quality quality does and one thing big big changes huge changes but they they made them so that they're actually very valuable and they took the multiplicative nature of the tree into effect so it's not pointless and so many of them were before Hmm. i mean i have highlighted i went and i was only gonna like copy and paste maybe two or three skills that like really excited me and interested me and all of a sudden i have 20 you know, the, uh, like uh, there's uh, we'll so many through, really, really cool. Are you ones. actually going
0: through that many? So I was just gonna say one thing that was interesting now is they got rid of though the sell your level 20 gem for a yes uh, level they did. 120%. So which is interesting because I know a lot of people would level them doing that, but I mean you can still level them and just val them, I guess, and hope you get a 21, but then at that point it's vowed, so then you can't really because if you want it to turn it into a transfigured one, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, the quality stuff, I love the change. I love the changes to quality. I think it's such a great mix up to the game. Some of them I don't care about because they're, they're just skills that I never cared about. Sure. I, the ones that made me laugh the most was the the ones, though, that were like 0. 0.1 to 0. 0.2 meters. I was like, okay, cool. So instead <laughs> yeah. of like where it changes, instead of like 10% increased area damage or 10% increased yeah. range, now it's a, a meter value. I was like, okay, I like it there's still no <laughs> reference i don't know i don't know what what's to do a meter with that. in the game yeah. yeah so it is cool though i love what they've done with the quality stuff there were a few yeah. that i really like my favorite out of all of them i know it probably sounds silly but is the auras i love yes. that they got rid of the auras just being area of effect and now they have a benefit right you get basically Best. every
1: aura like the purities for example they just gave them more resist just more, more. perfect that I love makes it. sense for everything absolutely everything I love yep. that they even went through some of the skills. Like, I mean, it looks mm-hmm. like they looked at so many of the skills, but they actually r- really changed some of the skills, not just the quality, too. Like, um, I'm going to start playing with Conversion Trap. I got to see how that works. They insisted on keeping that in the game. They made some change. They looked at Conversion Trap. They made some changes, and then they kept Conversion Trap in the game. So I'm like, all right, let's just throw that in there. So are there any skills you want to shout out? I know you're tight on time, but there's a couple that I'd like um... to shout out. No, I think you can kind of go through the, uh,
0: you do your thing. I'm going to re go back through mine. The fact is they almost all just got better. Like they all just made almost. me care about quality more. The ones that I actually like to use every single one, um, was a, a better version of what it was or more fun. Some of them confused me a little bit, but in general, most of them just made me, you know, hmm excited to see them
1: i know that if we don't mention anything about
0: cleave will upset people but i mean cleave's garbage really what what is cleave
1: <laughs> <laughs> well flame dash added modifiers to spell damage now apply to the damage over time effect like that's gonna be a really strong skill mm-hmm. it was already strong offensively for the most part like people could use that as some pretty decent damage now i mean goodness me throw that i mean i i know people used to really like it with totems when it first got its decent damage buff all the offering skills, like Bone, Flesh, Spirit offering, uh, they now have increased effect instead of duration. Which is which, awesome. Oh, it's huge, especially if you're the Necro and getting some of that back to yourself. Oh, Essence Drain was
0: the one that stood out to me. Oh, yeah? What about it? Uh, now regenerate a uh, percentage of um, the the debuff damages life instead of just increased chaos damage. Hmm. Yeah, there were a couple actually that were like focused on you getting back life
1: instead of what they did before which i liked mm-hmm. frost bomb unfortunately was negative for me uh, it no longer reduces oh was it energy shield recharge rate oh shoot maybe because i use that frost bomb for life regen but i hang on sorry my mistake my copy and paste only says energy shield it says the debuff no longer causes 75 percent reduce energy shield regen oh but it still causes life regen um, or stop, still reduces life regen. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, that's an interesting change to only remove energy shield and a life regen, but that's good. Uh, Herald of Agony got a nice buff. Herald of Agony now provides an extra five to maximum virulence with its quality. So that one's huge because that's already very strong. Uh, Incinerate got an extra two stages and that's, that's very strong. That's one of my favorite skills. Don't know why, but it is. Now uh, we already talked about the purities. Uh, with zombies... Maybe they heard me when my complaints about how like minions have multiple skills that the minions use, but the tags yeah. of those skills don't interact mm-hmm. properly. I mean, they didn't make this change for any other minion skill, nothing this drastic, but zombies no longer have a slam. Now it's just smacking with their hands. I mean, there's no AOE to them anymore. Correct. So I'm really curious what the clear speed is going to be with zombies. Like if you use like the, multi-strike or something else with them. I don't know i don't know because it's so hard to tell when you have minions and you have a very busy game like you don't know what's actually doing what in the game it's just all of a sudden the screen is empty or suddenly it's not so curious to see what this clear is going to be but they also added up to 38 percent more minion life for the zombies which is huge like we're not talking increased as the gem Mm -hmm. levels which unfortunately it doesn't start at uh, yeah they didn't increase the actual life at the beginning as far as we know and that's when you know you need them because you can't use them in the Merve fight not at all but you get 38 percent more max life with zombies that's it, so it is a big deal good i think a lot of the what i was
0: realizing as i was reading through this because i did like a lot of them i thought they were great but i was also realizing that a lot of this stuff has no benefit To you as you're leveling or even like lower early mapping because especially now that you can't sell a level 20 to turn it into a 120 you just have to get uh gcps like gem cutter prisms that i don't know if there's other ways there probably are other ways oh no that you could add quality now with this new lab thing with this new transfigured thing so but yeah like none of this stuff really benefits you maybe that's one of the things that would actually be kind of nice the first time you complete lab to be able to add quality to one of your gems would actually be really nice if that was one of the options that you could get. Yeah. Because they do make such a big difference, but in a lot of cases, I don't tend to have 2020 20 gems until quite a bit bigger. into the league. I'm going to go
1: through all my gems before the league is released and do the 2020 recipe on all the ones that are uh level 20 no. <laughs> for all the skills that I like it's to stand. Just do like a whole bunch of zombies that I already have at level 20. Get them mm-hmm. to level 120%. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Well, there's also the stuff in the um, in syndicate where you could add quality, but uh, they did make some changes to syndicate and I forget what they were. I forget if they impacted the ability to do quality to gems. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, the zombies were interesting. They got rid of the slam. They added a crazy amount of more life and quality. I don't know. It's kind of weird because it only goes to up to one but at I 20% percent
0: <laughs> zero to one. So are you saying at 18, I get one or at <laughs> yeah, I get, like when, do I when have to go I all the, the way to 20 one? for that?
1: So yeah. uh, but quality gives you an extra zombie. I was yeah, really surprised. They cool. looked really hard at the zombie. They made all these changes and they're like, yeah, well, the damage is fine. <laughs> they hit like garbage and we're going to keep it there. So but adding that 38 percent more life on top of already investing in life they become insanely powerful for minion instability. Well, you got one of the silliest transfiguration gems with the zombies too. Right. The zombies actually falling from the the sky and they keep that more life. Right. So anything that's based on more life, like that's that all of a sudden, that's the new zombie skill. It's like it's turned into firestorm. I know which one I
0: liked cast when damage taken. I did like the new quality for cast when damage taken. What's it do? Um, why am I not seeing it? Where did I see it? The chain... There was... Is it called cast?
1: It's technically it's a support. So you're going to see it with the rest of the supports.
0: Uh, oh, so am I doing this in a bad order? No, I don't care. Um, quality now causes... I forgot they did them in order. Uh, quality now causes supported skills to require 0-10% to 10% reduced amount of damage taken to trigger instead of causing them to do 0-10%
1: to 10% increased damage. I did like that. That's an interesting one because I do the amount of damage i want to take for something to cast i prioritize that over the level of the gem that i want so i'm fine for example having a level 14 curse with the custom damage taken because that's when i'm taking 1500 damage so like in that case i wouldn't want that quality i would only want that quality if i wanted the max level gem if i wanted things to be at level 20 yeah like like molten shell for example if you wanted that to be on level 20 then level uh, then having uh 20 20 cast and damage taken makes a lot of sense but if you're concerned about how often your triggers are going off with the amount of mana that's consuming then that could be a problem right but then you uh, don't have like... to just then you just don't quality it so it is an interesting one why would you not quality it i don't understand because it reduces the amount of damage you need to take that you have to take for it to go off but it's those triggers still cost you mana So if you're concerned about how much mana you're costing, you don't might not want it to go off very often. I see what you're saying. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll have a level one frost bomb and a level one purity of fire or sorry, purifying flame, right? For the consecrated ground. And then for the um, life regen or negating life regen in enemies, I'll have those set to level one, but I'll actually have them attached to a level, I don't know, 11 cast and damage taken because I don't actually want them going off all the time.
0: Mm, yeah, see, for me, I use casting and Damage Taken much more defensively and just like for the the Molten Shells or the things like that. So having this on there is awesome because it just means it's going to trigger more often. Mm-hmm. I like that.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's good because quality is something that's optional too. And that makes a lot of sense. And mm-hmm. I really like that. It's very beneficial for the max level casting and Damage Taken. Uh, Righteous Fire is next on my list. Did you see the changes? Yeah, it got, it got, it's not great. I mean, I'm talking about,
0: yeah, the skill in general. It is not great when you're first leveling with that to just no longer have the
1: base damage per second. That hurts. It does, but I think it's a very good choice. To me, Righteous Fire turned into a skill that was too easy. It used to be a skill where you needed to have a lot of investment. Yeah, but it wasn't because of the skill that it was too easy. It was because of all the other stuff you could get on the tree that made it too easy. I disagree that when they added base damage it made it very strong now it's very easy to maintain because of all the stuff they have on the tree but now what they've done they've done is they haven't changed like to change all that stuff that you can get on the tree changes every single build not just righteous fire build so you have to be very careful doing that you can't really change that too much but now they've made it so that righteous fire the, like you're stacking your life, like we're talking 70%, we're talking doubling the amount of damage you You. Yeah, but
0: I wonder where that cutoff is where they become better. How much life do I have to have to make it make up for that loss of 2400 base fire damage? I'll bet you it's quite a bit.
1: I still think I'll it bet was you your base, or oh, oh, maybe um, I'm curious I'm what number Righteous
0: right? Fire becomes you, you and I have talked about in the past that we don't like it when uh, you especially don't like it when you get a skill that you can't use or is useless until way later. That is Righteous Fire now. Righteous Fire is not a useful skill early on anymore until you have well stacked your life in addition to the the regen and stuff. You just have to have so much life now to make that 70% make up for the loss of the base damage.
1: Well, if you are trying to get to that exact same point, but maybe GGG thought that the skill was too strong. And in my opinion, the skill was way too strong. To have a skill, yes, it requires the investment to sustain, but then a skill that you never need, it's always doing damage, always. To me, that should never be doing a lot of damage. You know what I mean? Like while you're running away, it's doing damage. While you're moving around, it's doing damage. While you're trying to get safe, it's doing damage. Like that always needs to be a small for me. Maybe, maybe. But again, now the investment is way too easy. So
0: It's, it's maybe too easy in the sense of that you can get access. But again, I don't think it's because of the skill. I think it's because of all the stuff you can get on the tree. It's the ability to get all your increases to fire resist, to get all your increases to life regen, that kind of stuff. I don't think it was because of the skill. So all I'm saying now is for righteous fire. Righteous fire does not become useful anymore in the first, you know, by act 3 or 4, it's not really super safe or easy to run anymore until because your damage is it's just not going to make up for that flat damage. So it'll be interesting to see, but I feel like that yeah, there's an increase to the 70% of your max life, which is obviously double, but I'm curious where that fine line is between how if sure use the previous numbers from before but at what in today's game right now what would how much life would i have ha- have to have to make up
1: for that loss in flat damage i'm curious how it'll be i'm curious how if it'll be more beneficial to invest in more life than it would be to invest in dot damage now that there is no base fire damage i'm curious where the values of that investment will be i like where they're going with it though i do think righteous fire Uh, needed some tweaking so i think this is really a cool way to do it without screwing over other builds i know other people don't care about this skill but i do because i enjoy using it with my chief with all the totem perks they have along with uh, my righteous fire build but searing bond quality now provides plus two to the maximum number of totems but it already lets you do two so does now all of a sudden searing bond give you four totems without needing to invest in multiple totems it looks like it Well, and if at, so at 20% hmm? right at 20% so
0: what you like mean at, at 20%, at 20% oh, quality yeah 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 yeah
1: yep. that's right but anyway that's kind of neat because now all of a sudden searing bond i mean searing bonds of was kind of stupid anyway because it has such a narrow line where i mean you wouldn't really pay attention to where the line is you would just throw them down and run around and be safe right so now it gives you a little bit more opportunity for apathetic damage and just uh, helping out Golems as well, Uh, they all just basically got 20% more life, which is great because I think they should be one of those that non-minion invested builds should be capable of having around with them for the most part. Not necessarily immune, but there. And then the quality is amazing. Getting 20% increased buff effect. That's huge. That's huge. Uh, SRS has... There was a lot of wording to SRS, but it's all the same. It's just inherent now. They're just not putting like the damage inherent damage increase as it levels on the skill gem description but the, the quality is cool, really though. cool yeah 30 percent chance to summon an extra minion mm-hmm. that's really cool yep uh, seriously what's the what's the skill I, i'm drawing a mind
0: blank what's the one that unleash it casts like three or four yeah so you basically can get a
1: 20 and cast unleash once every 10 seconds you're good yeah maybe i don't know it'll be fun <laughs> to see how it all works together uh, the Reaper got a lot more life as well. And the quality is really cool because normally to, so the quality now increases the Reaper's bleed chance up to 20%. Mm-hmm. And it's already at 50%. So now you're putting it at 70%. And a lot of the times Reaper builds will, they're quite dependent on the Abyssal Jewels to get that extra bleed chance for their minions. So now you just need a little less investment. And that's really nice. Gives you more opportunity to go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, skeletons. I like skeletons, but it was weird that you only get plus one at a twenty percent gem. Again, it's like zombies. Where's where do you get that plus one? Is it ten percent, twelve percent, twenty percent? I don't know if gutted's the right word, but it was a gutted feeling to see that Vortex is no longer instant. It has a cooldown. I mean, that's the way it used to be. When I really liked the skill. Uh, but it's interesting seeing that they got rid of Vortex as an instant skill. It's no longer left clickable. It doesn't work with the Frostbolt projectiles anymore either, which is weird. Yes, that's true. I like, I, I think that makes sense. But uh,
0: yeah, it is. It was a fun combination. It though. was. Thought, that's
1: what I liked about it. Yeah. And you had, you had a yeah. wicked
0: build with it too. You destroyed with that build. What did they do? They just, did they up, wait, they didn't even up damage. They just upped the early damage at gem level one. And it's a lot scaling less. Scaling up to as level less. 20. Yikes. And then you get increased radius.
1: Okay, cool. (laughs) Instead of increased area of effect. Maybe a buff. Not sure. Maybe. (laughs) Wave of Conviction is quite cool. I normally just use that as a damage buff for my Righteous Fire build, right? For the fire exposure. But now if you're actually using it as a primary skill, quality now provides damage penetration of the enemy's elemental resistances. So when you're actually using the skill, you get an extra 15% uh, elemental penetration. And this one, I quite like uh, Infernal Legion support. That's the one that kind of does like a quote unquote righteous RF. fire around your minions. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to de- it used to make minions. So the quality would reduce the fire damage that the minions take. But I always thought that was weird because the whole reason I'm giving this to them isn't for the damage over time that they have. It's to kill them. I don't want them more resistant to fire. I want them less resistant to fire. The sooner they die, the better. So it was always funny to me that they took reduced fire damage from quality. So now it's just they deal more damage. Or Did increase you like damage. That, they,
0: that they got rid of the damage on Calling and Fortify? I actually thought that the changes to both of those
1: two were kind of cool. I didn't actually notice those. Can you tell me what they said? So,
0: cu- Calling, uh, instead of giving the supported skills zero to 10% increased damage, you recover zero to 2% of life when the enemy is called and for huh. fortify instead of dealing zero to 10% increase attack damage, um, you have zero to 20% increased fortification duration. And that makes sense to me because fortification yes. is fortification and call is call. It was always weird. And we've talked about this before that when you add it, you gotta make sure you quality it in Pob cause you are getting 10% increased damage. So
1: I do like that those have been removed as damage yeah. bonuses. The calling strike one's weird. Why would I get health back? Not like I'm complaining, and it's not like I have another thing. I just don't see the tie-in. The fortify one ties in perfectly with it. The well, long, it uh, I mean, it's duration. the same as
0: anything else. Why would you get life back? If I throw essence drain at an enemy, how the hell am I getting life back from that? I mean, you could argue <laughs> none of that stuff makes sense. Sure. But it's kind of cool with the cull to get life back. It's good for mapping, like when you're doing lots of stuff, because you are getting a decent amount of regen out
1: of that. Okay. Yeah. Life tap got a cool one uh you get an extra two seconds at a 2020 gem of Life Tap duration oh, yeah. now so that mm-hmm. one's nice because that one can cost um yeah yeah because when you especially when you level Life Tap up quite a bit all the way to level 20 uh you got to spend a hefty amount of life to get that going right mm-hmm. so it's nice i think that's a good one and then uh meat shield is even more defensive Now, minions from the supported skill take 5% less damage, but that's less damage (laughs) in general. Normally, it's Mm -hmm. just physical damage. Yeah. Oh, wait. Well, maybe it's not. I get get that skill mixed up. But anyway, the quality for that one is 5% less damage. So anyway, those were, I mean, there were obviously a ton. There's going to be a lot of people listening where they're like, why didn't you bring this up? And it's just, those are the ones that interested me. And I actually cut out a whole bunch that did interest me that I didn't copy and paste here. And I still ended up with that long list, but. Yeah, really cool. I love how they went through it. Uh, I can't imagine the amount of conversations and time that took to go through all the skills in the patch notes. It's it's crazy. Yep. So thank you, GGG, Um, for that. um, Skill gems now display radius and meters in the gem description,
0: so that's kind of cool. Still want some reference, but that's okay. Um, What else we got? Ascendancy changes, passive tree changes, Atlas passive tree changes. What do you got in any
1: of those? No, uh, all the Atlas passive tree changes that I noticed were, it was like ultimatum. Yeah. And I, yeah. And not until I actually start experiencing ultimatum in the game again, like I know ultimatum is probably going to be the most invested in mechanic on the tree, but I'm not going to, I'm going to wait to see what it's like and get back into it. And then as I've experienced it a few times, then I'll be like, oh, that's what that node means. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Forbidden unique changes are dropping a lot less now. Yep, that's and coming up next, item balance. They also reduced the drop rate of the Hour of Divinity and the Gilded Chalice unique relics. Mm-hmm. Uh, race I course. I guess they saw
0: people doing them too much.
1: I don't know. Kind of weird. Race yeah. course is still
0: in the game, so that's I saw that <laughs> It's all right, whatever. Uh, they did a ton of item balance changes. Don't... Whatever. They are what they are. What else? Oh, do we got?
1: Um, I should point out the... Um, the the vendor recipe for getting a gem to 20%, dropping this gem down to level one, but getting it to 20%, that still exists, but only on support gems. Right. Non-awakened support gems. Non-awakened support gems, yeah. yeah. Well, it's basically anything you can't transfigure, I think. Axel. Uh, Furing yeah. of the Goddesses apparently seem to be dropping more. Um, obviously anything to do with lab rewards. Oh, no, th- sorry. That's not specific. This isn't obvious, but lab rewards can no longer be obtained from any other league content. So they're which really makes sense. making you lab, 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 lab.
0: Well, also some of those things don't exist anymore. A helmet dropping with an enchant doesn't exist anymore, hmm. which is what lab rewards were yep. in a lot of, uh, yep. things.
1: So, uh, grand heist rewards no longer differ based on type of blueprint area.
0: Mm-hmm. just all the same
1: mm-hmm. um which is good because the only reason most people are going to be in there is for the new experimental base types right and this one's nice because now you can use almost any npc you want in your hideout but control clicking on npcs in the campaign that you can sell items to now bring up the cell interface i like that they added this was already announced before but the shift clicking
0: in the middle of a trade you can actually now shift click the yes. stack and which is awesome because that
1: was always a pain in the butt. It is awesome. I didn't put it in here because to me that was one of those comments where I'm like, wow, took a long, took a long time. <laughs> like to me, that's yeah, like they announced
0: <laughs> it before the, yeah. the trailer, but it is cool that it's finally out. And then um, and get to see how many characters you have. <laughs>
1: Yay! Now add that to guilds. Um I always thought this was a good idea and a good feature. I didn't realize it was a bug and now I'm disappointed. But the one bug fix that I have in here, they fixed a bug where player minions would take no damage from roaming deatomization storms in the Cyrus Awakener of the World's boss fight. I thought it was great that they didn't take damage from those because minions are idiots. The fight is stupid and half the time like you have no space and you have to get back there. Like if I'm a zombie player, (laughs) I got to get back if I died to that section and they're all going to be dead by the time I get
0: there hopefully it's a like severely reduced amount similar to what you have in I don't know how it works but in labs it's definitely they take way less bleed damage and, and trap damage than I do I don't know I don't know what that calculation is but hopefully it's the same thing because yeah. it would suck to be running towards the Cyrus fight and you get there by yourself as a main player like well
1: <laughs> it's like in the cartoons where it's like okay guys Follow me, and then there's this mm, awkward there silence, and they look behind them. Yeah, that's right, and it's just swords clanging on the ground, and everybody's run away. Mm-hmm. uh Final thoughts? I mean, I'm I'm kind of oh, they had the Curic League mods too, which are kind of meh to me, but yeah, it's cool. I'll ultimatum costs ten. Yeah, and the others are all really good, so be neat. I don't know. I'm I'm super stoked. I think this is fantastic. Um, Path of Exile two is still forever away. I'm when it comes to Path of Exile 2, I actually care more about the quality of life stuff they're adding less about like I'm still excited for the ascendancies, but I'm I want to know what's getting better that's coming from Path of Exile 1. Like, you know, I want to see that HUD for the Animate Guardian. I want to see enemy stats in some sort of appendium in the game. I want to see the quality of life stuff that's for returning Path of Exile 1 players, not just what's new. You know what I mean? Beta's in June or July? One of the the summer J's, I don't know.
0: Well, whatever the J is, the month before, that's when I want to start hearing about POE 2. Sure. I don't want to hear about it until then. I know we're going to, and that's fine. They're going to do their teaser things, but it does not interest me. I want to see it closer to the date. I don't... Like, this was a very exciting league trailer thing, whatever they do live stream, once they got to Affliction and start talking about all the new stuff with POE 1. Loved it. The POE 2 stuff's cool, but just... Cut it down a little bit.
1: Unless (laughs) you're going to show us how necromancy works with zombies. Hey, we need to see some spirit, man. We need to see. 30 seconds tops. 30 seconds. Trigger skills use spirit. Auras use spirit. Zombies use spirit. Like, come on, let's show show us some spirit. The month before beta, knock
0: yourself out. Can't wait. Uh, I am very much looking forward to Affliction. I think this league is going to be so fun. I love all the changes that they've made to how you deal with. The gems and the crafting side of it and just everything. I don't, I'm not a huge lab fan, but it is gonna make me think now. Do I want to have something that runs the lab efficiently so that I can just, you know, once I've built up a stash tab full of gems, I'm just gonna go run lab for a day and just keep, you know, crafting onto those and see what happens. But I just love that they've gotten rid of all of the extra stuff and kind of tried to combine it into one single thing for the gems, which is it's it's just really cool. So and Affliction looks fun. Like, the actual League mechanic looks fun. I'm I'm excited to see these Whispers and have some conversations with some NPCs and r- build out a whole new Ascendancy-type tree and play around with that. The freedom of switching between them is really nice. So, yeah, I think the mapping experience is going to be a lot of
1: fun in this League. I agree. I am very excited, not just for the core changes, which is always what excites me the most, but the League itself does seem quite neat. Um, it seems very tied into the possibility or like they're getting information for POE 2 with some of the ideas that they might have. Like this seems very much um, a POE 2 conference league, you know what I mean? So I'm excited to try it out and see what, and experience it quite a lot and then see what sticks in the future content that they make.
0: I really like that they didn't show us the boss either, especially if they're saying that the boss is going to be the progression of the quest similar to like Sanctum, because in Sanctum you did see the boss at the end and you didn't always get to it, but... You got to experience it. I was thankful that I didn't get to see the boss and that's something that we'll get to either experience or find out through the community or something. I, I like that. Agreed. So, Agreed. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I'm not going to get to play it very much when it first comes out, but after that weekend, I'll be playing a lot, so. Cool. Yeah. Well, I will be playing lots. Slowly. Yeah, hopefully. But lots. Hopefully next week's episode will have played beforehand, but you, you never know. We, we might be recording before the league comes out, unfortunately. It just depends this time. This will be the... We'll, we'll figure it out but i'm yeah. excited i think affliction is going to be fun hopefully they're not running a boss kill event so we can do whatever we want with our private league but the trade was fun this last p- time and it was maybe fun. trades fun with this one with the new gems s- it really
1: would be wouldn't it and then of course everything within the league itself within affliction is tradable as well so mm-hmm. maybe we stick with trade it was kind of fun well, let's do solo self found trade <laughs> <laughs> you heard it
0: here <laughs> uh all right let's wrap this up forever exiled episode 217 i'm justin ak tags i'm tyler wrecker of days Patrons, we will catch you in after dark everybody else we will see you next week after affliction goes live hopefully enjoy your uh your league launch uh we got a website or on twitter 82 if you are not on our discord get in there come say hi even if you've been listening it's awesome how often people are like i've been listening for years and i finally came in yeah do it get in there come say hi hang out Uh, Patrons, other ways to support the podcast, you'll find them down
1: below as well as on our website. Love ya. Love ya. Love ya, love ya. They're just fantastic, hey, Jest?